Uh, we want to we want to give you guys a, a quick life hack recommendation. Um, if you're from the Toronto area, GTA, um, our lovely listeners, we want to we want to help you out here. As of late, we've been recording a lot more, spending a lot more time in the studio, and because of our lives are a little bit hectic, we're in and out. We never really have snacks and food here, so we uh, partnered up with Tiggy, who is a Canadian app, and uh, recently came to Toronto, and they are an on-demand food delivery service. And also, you can get your COVID test and basically anything else you need. They got a variety of unique products. Uh, basically, anything that you might want last minute, you can go. Go on the app. It's 15 to 30 minute delivery. Yeah, you heard that right. 15 to 30 minutes. We literally order it when we get in the studio before an episode. And before we even sit down to start recording, our food is here. I'd say it even for us, it's always come closer to the 15 minutes and the 30. Like we'll order it and before we can, you know, as soon as we sit down, take our jackets off, our guest gets here, like the stuff is here and like keeps us, I mean, we get drinks, snacks, I mean, anything we really need to kind of, you know, keep us going, it, it comes. The best part is there's no fees, no subscriptions. Um, it Guys, it, it's actually amazing. They have fresh products and we actually like, you know, we don't waste stuff here. We order what's needed every episode and you know we go through it, and then the next time we're back in here, we order more. We don't we don't waste stuff because sit here and, and go bad, and it's been a lifesaver. And since we love you guys so much, we're gonna give you guys a promo code. You knew this was coming, Pal Thirty. Yeah, Pal Thirty. P A L Thirty gives you thirty percent off your first three orders. Yep, bingo, boom, go do it, <laughs> guys. It, and not not only that, like every, the price of everything is going up, you're gonna save thirty percent. Like what a no brainer. Don't, thank us later. You know, don't even thank us. Just go and do it. Have a so great day. We'll put the download link in the bio in the description. So click the unique link. You can download it again. And the promo code is PAL30 for 30% off your first three orders. Now get ready for this fire episode. Let's go. One of my, they, we actually used to have this uh, this really good Jamaican place near my office at uh, Airport. Oh, sorry, Chrysler and Chrysler and uh, Williams Parkway, right on the corner. But it just closed down like maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, but well, there's so much though. All of us, oh, so they're everywhere. <laughs> I'm telling you, so many good ones. Especially in Toronto, there's a lot of oh, some good you know ones I mean? in Toronto. Yeah, and that is one of the beauty about Toronto too. You know what I mean? People migrated from different parts of the world and just. You can um, bring over your food, bring over music, bring over your culture, and you're accepted. And that is one of the reasons why I love this city so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you and came in 20, 2005, right? Yeah, yeah, 2005. What, so just the whole family moved here? Yeah, family. Yeah. Okay. Did you have family here before or no? No. Yeah, I have an aunt. Yeah, but she was back and forth. Back and forth. What was yeah. it like moving there from? Because obviously Canada is a little bit different than Jamaica, right? Well, I'm from the country in Jamaica, and I'm from the bushes. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never, I never, I never um, think in my mind what Canada would be like, because I never know I would migrate to Canada. You know what I mean? So instead of seeing these eye buildings, I used to see tall trees. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's and then you come to the, to the city. Like, it's like what the. And guess what? When I just came here, the 28th of August. 2005. I live on the 10th floor at Jane and Chichiway, right at Lawrence, no right there. I grew up at Black Creek and Lawrence. Ah, you see, so right there. So guess what? You're near that school. What's the school? Um, the one that burnt down, or half of it burnt yeah, down. I don't remember the name. 
York yeah, Memorial. Yeah, yeah, there we go. But guess what? Every morning I woke up when I just came here, I would look through the window and I would start the CN Tower. I was like, what? Like a, all around is just buildings. I was like, and roads and roads. I'm not used to that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm from the, the country. You know what I mean? But over time, you know what I mean? You get to understand that um, the world is a big place and it's a vast place. You know what I mean? Different culture, different looks, different. You know what I mean? Because if you go to Germany and those places, it look totally different from Canada. It's more old. You know what I mean? And But it's just the world. You know what I mean? We have to just accept where you are and just learn to coexist. If that's the word amongst each other, you know what I mean? Hundred percent. You've and you've toured a lot. Like you've been to a lot of different countries now. At this point yep. too. A lot. Um, like this, when you go away now and you go to, you're, when you're on the road and touring, does does Toronto now feel like home for you, or is it still like you still feel like your roots, like Jamaica? No, because still... because I've, I've, this year is 17 years I live here, so Toronto is like my home away from home from from Jamaica. Because when I came to Canada, I was like 21, so you know my younger. Yeah, years yeah. is in Jamaica, but now accepting Canada after migrating here, so it just come like you know, Canada is just my home away from home. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, same thing. Like my family moved from our childhood home in Toronto, Black Creek and Lawrence. They mm -hmm. moved up to Vaughan when I was twenty-two, yeah. and again, Vaughan's not home. Toronto's home. <laughs> yeah, you know, Black Creek yeah, and Lawrence is home. That's where you know everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I used to live. Do you know when you're driving down Black Creek on uh, right up to Lawrence? You got the houses on top of the hill there. Yeah. Right there, across from the. You know the pizza, the pizza yeah, hut. Yeah, oh, you can yeah, eat pizza hut. Yeah. The buffet. I used to live across the street. Yeah. Yeah, man. I used to go all the time. It was like five dollars on unlimited ice cream too. <laughs> I've been at that pizza We'd go all the time for lunch, like when we were a kid. Yeah. A good time. Um. Okay. When did you get into music then? Well, um, born in Jamaica in the country. You know what I mean? Um, it's hard to deny music, especially reggae music, when you're in Jamaica, because it's played every day on the radio. You know what I mean? <laughs> the car driving by playing reggae music. It's just a part of your culture. You know what I mean? Um, my dad used to be a DJ and a sound system. And uh, when he, he were only 15 years old, he sojourned from Clarendon, which is the neighboring parish to where I'm from, to perform on the sound system. And that's how he met my mom. And that's how I came about when he was only 15. So my dad um, got me when he was only 15 years old. Okay. Young. So I think it's an inborn concept. You know what I mean? Because I think that in life, we're just basically living out the blueprint of our existence. You know what I mean, it was ordained for us to be here today. So it hard, it's hard to explain where music really come from. I don't know. You know what I mean? I just know that this is what I love and this is what I've been doing all my life. You know what I mean? So you so you believe you're like pre predestined to do this? Like this Everybody, I I think all of my life is deja food. There is nothing wow. happened for me that I haven't seen from a tender years growing up. Even when I won all these Juno awards and inducted in the Brampton Art Walk of Fame, it's only my manager, Mayor Soul, rest in peace, Dennis Jones. She was all excited. She's like, "You're not excited." I was like, "I I saw these things. You know what I mean? In my subconscious mind, growing up." Okay. That's how my life is. Everything oh, is deja vu. I, I saw everything. At first, I didn't know what deja vu is. Because, you know, you were younger. But after starting reading up, I get to realize that there's a word called deja vu. And this, there's a condition. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's how my life is. Everything. I, 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 I saw it. That's interesting because we just had Tommy on. And she kind of said the same thing, believing in like fate and, and manifesting yeah, and all yes. that. I know like deja vu is not really the same as manifesting, but it's, yeah. it kind of is. Yeah, right? like you're you're yeah. seeing it happen. You're right? seeing it happen, yeah. So it's, it, it, it don't surprise you at all. Nothing happened for me in music that I'm surprised. Believe me, I don't know why. I'm like, bro, it's just like 
I seen it so many times from a kid growing up, you know what I mean? And that's how my life is. My journey is. So let me ask you then. That's like, it's really interesting. Um, so then when you say nothing surprised you, does that mean like in the same with the good stuff happens, but when the bad stuff happens too, like you're just, you kind of, ex- not bad and it could be anything, but when something, when you have ups and downs in life, like are they both like, oh, this is part of the journey. I knew this was going to happen. It's it's gonna pass. Like, exactly. Is that your mentality exactly. towards that as well? Exactly. And I and I just I just know that everything is not gonna be um perfect all the time. You know what I mean? Because life is a balance, you know what I mean? It's frequency and energy that governs life, you know what I mean? So it's not I was reading an article this week and yeah, it was saying that it was saying that um you may not want to see the day, but it can't be night all the time. You know what I mean? It can't be night all the time. So there is there is good and bad. There's ups and downs in life. And I mean, and once you accept that um, to yourself, it won't surprise you and it won't hurt you. Like for me, I knew that in every three months or four months, I'm going to be having a bad day. Believe me. I know like in every three months. And from, the, from my day start, from I wake up in the morning, I pick up the cup of coffee and they throw away on my shoes. I just know that this is... That day, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, yeah, man wakes up instantly knows it's the bad no, day. No, I'm telling you, you have to just know how to study yourself and, and, and study your own existence and know that you know. What I mean, I'm telling you, I I and I just have that day probably um, last Wednesday. Do you just go back right back to bed when that happens, or just just keep <laughs> yeah, going? All right, listen. When 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 I find out that my day is not going where I try my best to stay off grid. I mostly stay home. You know what I mean? I just try to be until that day pass. Believe me. You have to learn to study yourself, you know. Study your own existence and study your energy and frequency how it works. If you can't do that, no matter what college, universities you've been to, you can't learn that. Because a lot of people keep on looking out and don't look in. They spend all of their life looking out, sky gazing, but they don't look in and study yourself. You know what I mean? Even you don't have to be a doctor to study yourself. You don't have to have a degree in in phys, physio physio or nothing to know that listen something is wrong because your body that is the reason why you have the car of his of a body you know what i mean because if my head hurt for example i study myself so much if i have a headache at the front of my head right and i and i eat some food i drink some tea and it don't stop i'm going to the doctor yeah, cause you know because I know that something, because most of the time when I have a headache, is gas. I didn't eat properly today, you know what I mean? So once you eliminate what you know always happen, you know what I mean? I got to go into the doctor. Like for instance, probably around five months ago, I was feeling a pain right here. And I, I was lying down in bed and I was like, okay, I only feel this pain when I move. If I relaxed, I don't feel it. And when I go to my doctor, my doctor said, it's muscle. Because if your muscle relaxes, you don't feel it. And I know, but I just go to make sure that what I was thinking is right. And it's muscle. So you have to learn to study yourself, you know what I mean? And study your existence. Have you always been like this? Ever since from, you were a kid? From, from ever since. Okay. You said something really interesting um, near the beginning of this that like, kind of like caught my attention. Um, that you said, like, when I asked you, like, the good and the bad days, whatever you said, you know, you kind of, if you're, you said, if you're not surprised, they can't affect you. Yeah. That's really interesting. It's something that I actually read fairly recently. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, the top of the, the, 
I don't know if it's a theory, but the topic of like stoicism, like the ancient, like yeah. the Romans, whatever. There, one of the common things is that you, sh- if if you're not surprised by things and events, you can't be effective negatively, positively, because you expect them. If someone's <laughs> like, if you know, if you just assume that the world people are good, but people are also bad. When someone does something bad to you, it doesn't bother you because oh, I I know that's gonna happen at some point. Someone's good. gonna wrong me at some point. Good. I was just gonna go to that just now. Even um, coexisting around your peers every day. You, once you have in your mind that human being will change, you know what I mean? It's only a few, a fraction of human being who's going to stay genuine 100% of the time. So if your best friend, you know what I mean, do something to hurt you, if you expect to, listen, it's human being, man. you know what I mean? It's not everybody can hold that, hold that and say, listen, this is my friend, too thick or thin, you know what I mean? Some people, haven't sell out as yet because they they haven't been offered the right price. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm right, telling, I'm wrong, telling you. Wrong, yeah. and, I, and I was listening to a Barry Simon song and he's, he's like, there's no true friend when you're hungry if he's hungry too. Think about that. It's interesting. Because well, then <laughs> that also ties into the idea of, so that, that this reminds me of that idea of like free will. So it's, it's the idea that what separates humans from animals, right? The idea mm. of free will. Because if you starve a dog, and then you put food in front. If it's another dog, it's still going to eat it because that's what it needs to do to survive. Good. Whereas humans can understand that, okay, we're not going to eat another human. We'll, we'll just die. Who does that? Well, for majority of the cases. Or maybe mm. there's some cases where humans eat humans. But majority sure. of the case, you have free will. Mm. So you can make that decision. Animals don't have that. Animals will just eat because they have to live. There's a big yeah. difference in, in eating to live yeah, and live to eat. I understand it. <laughs> But so you're saying that humans have free will, animals yeah. don't have free will. Yeah, animals don't have free will. That's like the, the that's what they say. It's one of the th- I don't know if it's well, theories well, or like religion. Well, hold on, because separate. what about like dolphins? Because dolphins, there's been like many stories of dolphins committing suicide because of the poor conditions they live in. Okay, so maybe dolphins they made a choice. So, maybe they made no, a choice. The but all. there was a movie. Maybe there the was a movie are, where the, the, the plane the plane crashed. I don't know if it's the movie and and the humans they survived. and they start but oh, probably different because they start to eat in the carbs. Wait, wait. Like you know about the movie where they crash in the mountains? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. read, there's a book about it's it. It's a true story. They crash in the Andes. It's a boys soccer team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the one you're talking about? Yeah, it's yeah. called um, Alive, I think. Alive. It's like yeah. back in like the 90s or something. Yeah, yeah. Is it older? Yeah. These boys. Yeah, man, I watched the movie before. No. You remember the story? I'll tell it quickly. There, um, There's an airplane. Danielle, please fact check in case because I might get it wrong. It's a true story. Um, Back in the, maybe the 90s, early 90s or something, 80s, around that time. It was a flight, uh, there's a boys soccer team on a flight from, I'm going to say, Chile to Argentina. I'm probably getting the cities wrong, but they were flying over the Andes, flying over the Andes mountains. Plane crashes in the Andes. Soccer team, coaches, the pilot, few boys died. Pilot, I think, died. Planes, like, dismembered, and they're stuck in the Andes. some of them survived? Oh, yeah, like, probably half of them. You looking it up? Rugby 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 team. team. Um, From Chile, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I actually had that part right. Um, anyways, they're stuck on the mountain. And spoiler alert, in case anyone wants to read the book or watch the movie, um, the bo- half the team is alive. What happens was they're in the Andes. They have no clothes. They're playing in nothing. warm climate. They're, they're out there like in the elements with nothing. And the dead bodies are frozen. They had some food, some rations. They're starting they to eat out. certain things. But they eventually start resorting. To, they have this dilemma. We're about to die. People haven't found us. They don't know where the plane crashed. Yep. They start, they say, do we eat like the people? And eventually, they start eating their other teammates. And it was this whole massive story, whole ordeal. It got really dark down the end. Families that of the ones that died that were eating, you know, claimed like this is inhumane and stuff like that. But 
The boys yeah. were gonna die, and the boys survived. They stayed, they hiked yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. 16 out of 45 yeah, people survived that's crazy. and they hiked down so the reason they survived and they started making treks down one at a time and they ended up trekking down finding a river getting down and I think in the end like 16 survived yeah, but only because they ate, they ate the dead yeah, teammates the dead. So, yes, back to what sorry you yeah back saying, to your yeah, story I cut back you off to what, what you were saying is human being we will we will do what it needs to survive if if we are in the position think about that right because we say oh yo we're not gonna die and you know what I mean so I don't think that is just nature. You know what I mean? We are survivors naturally. No, so yeah. even what's going on in the world a lot of time people is like, yo, I said, bro, it's just have proven that human beings make way. We make way to the roughest of time. There was a time called the dark ages, you know what I mean? And we survive. You know what I mean? Human beings, our ancestors survive through this is nothing. Even with this corona thing that went on for two years, this is nothing nothing like what our ancestors been through and survive it you know what i mean and yeah. push through and set set a president for us to be here you know what i mean that's an interesting thing too like this is kind of a on that same line but you know when you think about what's happened in the world the last couple of years it's obviously sad people yeah like unfortunately people have passed who otherwise wouldn't have um but the way everyone is making it seem look i don't do what you want free will <laughs> have your you know wear your mask take your vaccine do whatever you want uh whatever is conducive to you but everyone is wants to complain like it's this, it's this ordeal, it's the worst thing in the world. It, it's probably bad. Like people have lost it's jobs. Bad, yeah, but, that but, but we're not. We don't have the black plague. We're not dying. We're not going to war. Like war. never mind. Like one of, <laughs> one of the things too. Like we we're being asked war. to wear masks. People mm -hmm. in Ukraine are being asked to go right now. Right go and now, defend their country. And we're here crying about masks and some and vaccine passports. They're being forced mm -hmm. to leave their homes and like just with a knapsack. I'm telling right? you. But think about to your yeah. point, like what what our ancestors endured to let us have the freedoms we have to be able Good. to sit here and talk to each so other right now. This is just a, a pinch. It's nothing. Nothing of what they've been through. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's crazy. It, well, nothing. Nothing. Let's even compare. We like <laughs> back then people were, people never mind starving like today. Like back then people in like normal you know European countries and, okay. and first world countries and back that time had but, famine and starvation and all that stuff. Like we don't. People we don't. died at like fifty back then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but picture this. Picture the Holocaust. Picture 400 years of slavery. Yeah. yeah. Bro. Crazy. I have, I'm 41 years old. I haven't even lived 50 years yet, as yet. You know. Imagine 400 years of slavery packed on the ship bottom like sardine across the Atlantic. Yeah. But never mind. When, you know what I mean? But think about when that when that started and when that ended. Like, mm -hmm. it's not even, if you think about the time it was, it's not even that long ago. It's a long time for us. That's, but a, very good, that's a very good point. But like, it's, it's well, in... Was it's, abolished in what? Late 1800s? Yeah. Oh, maybe later. When maybe was later. when was slavery abolished, Danielle? But if you think about it, like think about it, bro. It's like we one lifetime lived, ago. I haven't lived fifty years yet. Sorry, two <laughs> lifetimes ago. It'd be like our <laughs> grandparents' lifetime. Good. That's not that long, yeah, considering I mean, the world's been around for how many like, millions you, of years. Holocaust. Must imagine people being led into a gas chamber. Millions of people. Like it's it's you know what I mean. Well, until so, recently, people were alive that experienced that. <laughs> no, there's still, there's still some. There's still some. Yeah, still some living. Yeah. I went to um, again. This is a little bit. We're going on tangent, but I was in Washington about five years ago, four or five years ago, and I went to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, and oh my God, you walk in there and it's just like, you you think you're walking through something that happened in, you know, like two hundred years ago, or like three hundred years ago. It's like that was sixty years ago. You know what I mean? Like years ago, that's sixty bro. years ago you. when you think about it. Like that's oh, yeah. like our our, people, our parents people. were almost alive during that. Yeah, we got about sixty years old people still alive right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like it's crazy thing. That was yeah, in like man. the nineteen fifties or something. Fifty yep. fifty ish, give or so take forty five, fifty. 
So what we are going, crazy when you think what we are going through right now is is nothing. It's nothing comparing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not bad because people lost their life as you mentioned earlier on, but it's not. You know what I mean? The worst, bro. No. It's listen, people, black people that have to laugh. You used to have laughing barrels in the states. Whenever you get a joke, you have to put your face in the barrel and laugh. You can't laugh. It's there. Come on. The laughing barrel was placed on the road. That when you when you laugh, you have to put your head into a barrel and laugh. I didn't even know that. Good. I'm going to give you one more scenario. I believe in World War Two, when 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 when, when um, black soldiers fought with the American against the German, when the American captured the German, which is their enemy. They and the German sit in the same mess hall and, and eat, and the black soldier who's fighting with them can't go in it. Come on, <laughs> you see. So, going back to say that we've been we've passed through some gruesome t- um, times, you know what I mean? And so we have to bear in mind that whatever we are facing now is not the end of the road. You know what I mean? We find ways. To go through that no where people can live together and you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially here in Canada too. You know what I mean? Um people can live together regardless of your color. You know what I mean? Regardless of your race. You yeah, can yeah. live and, and exist yeah. and, 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 and be alright. You know what I mean? You one, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say one of the cool things, and it goes back to one of the early points of what you're talking about, how uh you said it very uh-huh. early on the episode, like how Canada's very multicultural, very that's you know, one of the great beauties of it. I actually saw this this I think it was this morning. Um I think Canada has the highest immigration rate of any country last year or on average. Danielle, to check that, but it was like 5.6% population growth was from immigration. Like the most of any country, more than the U.S., more than anybody. And it, it really says something, right? Like the U.S. was always you know, viewed, well, historically, as like the land of the free, land of opportunity, capitalism, whatever. Everyone can, can make be a millionaire in America, right? But it's interesting because Canada seems to be kind of taking that claim as like the more welcoming multicultural city and we have so many diverse ethnicities so many that like different neighborhoods and we and we really welcome people from all different walks of life um which you know despite what's happening in canada what, whatever you think politically and whatever you think medically i guess we give your opinions you can't deny the fact that like we live in one of the best countries for opportunity we live in one of the best countries for acceptance of people's individuality um you know the uniqueness all i guess individuality same thing but I, I think it's really remarkable. I always bash on Canada because I hate the, you know what's <laughs> happening, and I think sometimes the country is run by people that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm not going to go down that road. I do too, but you can't deny the undeniable fact that if you can't, I always say it this way: if you can't make it here, you can't make it nowhere else in the world. Because yeah. I travel all over the world. If you can't make it, and I, I told all my 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 people that came here after me, and when they came here, it was, it was just two days ago. I was talking to these two young guys; they just came. And I tell him, I said, listen, if you can't make it here, go home. Go back home. <laughs> no, 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 I'm telling you. It's, it's the truth. No, you know but I mean? you're right. Yeah. If you can't make and I'm telling him based on experience. Because when I came here, I was 21, 22. And I said, if you can't make it, when you go to Switzerland, bro, it's so expensive. When you go to Norway, it's so expensive. Oh, crazy. There's no, listen, I was in Germany and, and I walk into a store, a corner store, and the attitude that they were giving me, because they, they thought I came across the Mediterranean. And I said, no, I'm from Canada. It, like, it changed. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Th- this is a place. If you can't make it here, 
it's gonna be hard for you to make it somewhere else because you can't make it in new york city i've been there i've seen it i've seen people struggle you know what i mean so canada is is great for that and i know a lot of people who i grew up with that came here with nothing bro and they have house they have they've, they've been doing well you know what i mean they go to school and you could attest to that you know a lot of people who, who, who came here probably long after you and you saw them striving and doing things you know what i mean you're, you're yeah. the you're the epitome of that. I mean, you good. came here as an immigrant at 21, good, and, and good. you won how many five, what, five Junos, Junos nominated, nominated for nine? nine time, yeah. yeah, like that is the epitome of it. Think good. about that. Like, not only like you 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 won like Canadian awards for performance, and you had an opportunity to do that. It's, 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 yeah. It says something obviously about yeah. your your talents, but also about you know the the country that that we're in. I yeah, it's it's a, the, the 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 right word is the epitome of. Yeah. You know what I mean? People could look, young youth could look, you know what I mean? And, 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 and see, because when I just came here, I used to watch the Juno Awards on TV. First and foremost, I didn't even know that there was a place for me. Because I just came from Jamaica, seen it on TV. I was like, okay, interesting. You know what I mean? I never knew nothing about the Juno Awards until I came to Canada. You know what I mean? I was here about the Grammys, not even mobile in England. I never heard nothing about the mobile. I didn't know nothing. I only know about the Grammys. But when I started to read up on the Juno Awards, I realized that it's 52 years. That's before I was born, you know, bro. And I was watching the TV, and when I saw how people reacted when they actually won or nominated, I was like, hmm. You know what I mean? And when I attend, attended the Juno many times, and I saw the reaction of people who, who were born in Canada, who were doing music in Canada. I have a friend called Ian. You know, He's a producer, too. He won a Juno Awards. In the 90s and every day he's like esco man i want one more you know what i mean i can't believe you won five i'm like you can't like you can't believe you know what i mean say so you only won one i said but it's just music you know what i mean yeah you you have such a, a fascinating outlook on life and I, i'm i'm just curious does that play into your music it does you know what i mean because um my music is a is a painting of my life or from experience I had, you know what I mean? I from a story from someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's what my music is. It's not all about all of my songs is not only about me. You probably as a writer, you're a thinker, you know what I mean? So I'm just sitting here just thinking about a scenario, thinking about what could happen or what had happened, you know what I mean? And that, that's how I write my music. And most of my songs are came on the wings of the wind. I realized that... Oh, the wings of the wind. I like that. Yeah, I realized that if I put too much thoughts, most of my successful songs that won the Juno Awards, they just came freely. When I just started out doing music 20 years ago, professionally, um, I used to tell myself that, listen, I have to write a song every day. So I used to have book, you writing. And I used to write poems and turn poems, add a melody to poems. You know what I mean? So I would write a poem and I just turn it into a, a melody and make it become a song. Now, the older I get, I realize that most of the song that, songs that are successful for me, that's in new movies, and I have three songs in movies, I realize that they just came freely. You know what I mean? Um, Sometimes when you play a beat, the beat would tell me something. You know what I mean? And if the beat don't tell me something, I wait on the right message to tell the beat. I don't know if you understand that. You know what I mean? No, I don't, no, I guess, I don't yeah. push myself to say, yo, I have to write something. I will just listen to the beat, listen to the beat. And if it's not telling me anything, I'll find the right story to tell it. You know what I mean? And that's how I do my music over the years. Just let the emotion kind of come to you. Yeah. 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 Naturally. You know what I mean? That's interesting, yeah. Mm -hmm. I do have a question. I saw I saw one of your music videos today, so I got to ask. 
Um, is it the song? And pardon me if I make a mistake. Is it "Storms of Our Storms Lives"? Of life. Storms of life. Yeah. Did you? So there's a part of it you're singing on a bus. Yeah. Did you? Like, did the people know that you were going to do that when you walked on to shoot the video? Or was no, it like... No, 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 no. They didn't know. Because I'm watching this video and I'm like, I see you. And then I see that shooting the reactions of people's faces. I'm like, I don't think they know that he was going to do this. No, but but the vibe of the song and the song was playing in the train. I did that video in Germany. And back to what I was saying. That's what I couldn't figure out either. I saw the train. I'm like, where is this place? Because I, I thought maybe London when I saw it. I couldn't yeah, tell. I did it in Hamburg, Germany. Okay. And that is that song is a, is a perfect example of what I was saying. When I wrote that song um, in 2012, and I was in Jamaica, and the producer came from Germany, and as they played the rhythm, the only thing I could hear is that song. You know what I mean? So I didn't, I think that's what, that is one of my fastest songs I wrote. Because it just come naturally, because the rhythm was so organic and was so real, and it was, it was telling me a story. Even though it's hard, I know my people will survive, survive. Like the, the, the rhythm, just play a melody, just tell you the story. And that just came to you, like when you were listening to the, to the, to the beat? Yeah, you just tell me that you this just, is it. So you didn't prepare, you went on in front of the mic? So right right in front of the mic and I sing it. Come on. Yeah. And that is one of my biggest... Song across Europe, really? Mm, yeah, I tour all across Europe with that song from 2012. I remember I saw I was listening to today and I saw the video and I was like, "This is crazy!" I'm like, "This," I'm like, and you were singing when you were like doing that shot with the headphones on, like you were singing like out loud. They could hear you. You weren't yeah. lip singing it. Yeah, no, I was singing it out loud. Oh, wow, but they were playing it in the train. Yeah, so. When a music is a music is infectious melody, you know what I mean. So once it plays once and they repeat, everybody's like. You know what I mean? Especially, uh, people yeah, of, yeah. especially people of different race <laughs> that don't understand your culture. As soon as the melody is nice, once once it plays once and going around again, it's catchy. That's why this is called hook. It's a hook, you know what I mean? There was one lady in the video that I swear looks like she's singing the song. Yeah. Like, this lady definitely doesn't. No, no, no. It looks like she knows but doesn't know. No, but no, you know, no. But like, she's kind of vibing melody, to it. The, the melody catcher the yeah, second yeah. time when, it, when the chorus went around. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. That's I saw I that part. I was like, I wonder if she actually, like, because that's why I was like, do these people know? I don't think they know. No, everyone they else didn't is kind of confused. They didn't know. It was they cool, though. They it was cool. Yeah. Because when we walk on the train and start playing the music, because remember, this is Germany, you know? So this black guy walking on the train with a bike, everybody's like, but when the beat, when the, <laughs> I, I'm remembering it vivid now. When I walk on the train, so it was our cameras and we, everybody was like, ah, what is this today? So when I walk on the train now, and because the thing with the reggae, you feel it here. That's the thing with reggae and that's the beauty about reggae music. It's, you feel it, it's the heartbeat. That's reggae. So, once it start playing, everybody's like, oh, this is interesting. Like, you could see their whole enthusiasm just like, this is different. <laughs> you know, oh, we need a look of reggae. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that, that, that feeling. So once, once it, it, the chorus play once, and I did a verse, and the chorus come back, everybody was like, oh, it's melody's nice. Yeah, yeah. And the cameraman was right there to catch everything, and it just worked perfectly. Very organic. Yeah, man. That was great. That's awesome. You mentioned Germany a couple of times. Is that one of your kind of favorite countries outside of Canada, Jamaica? Um, I think I love Africa, but Germany. I've been so I've been to Germany so many times. You know what I mean? And when I'm touring across Europe, I would stay in Germany because I've been going there from 2012. So I know people. So I just use that use there as my home in Europe to to commute across Europe. You know what okay. I mean? So I re I really like Germany like that. Where in Africa is kind of like your you know, 
I love Africa so much. Like anywhere in Africa. I don't think I will live in South Africa. But anywhere else is just... The reason why I love Africa so much is what is portrayed on CNN or on these news media. It's totally different. When I go to Africa, I was like, I can't believe when I see big, pretty hotels, I see resorts, I saw Bentley, Bent. I was like, you know what I mean? I couldn't believe. And the people, the people, once you're from Jamaica and you're singing reggae music, you know what I mean? They, they would tie you to Bob Marley, you know what I mean? Because they know Bob is from Jamaica and they, they expect you to bring, I mean, healing to them, you know what I mean? They expect you to, to sing songs for them of freedom, you know what I mean? Songs to uplift them from their, their, their impoverished and their, their um, probably, you know, their situation that they are going through. So they accept you more. Remember, you know, when we as Jamaican people, we're the first one who sang a song about Free Mandela. We put that in songs, you know what I mean? So they remember that. Throughout the struggles across Africa, Jamaican reggae musician, we, we sang song about their liberation, you know what I mean? Bob Marley sings song about um, liberate Zimbabwe. So we, we've been a part of their culture and, and, and their, their fight, you know what I mean? So they, they love us, and that's why I really enjoy Africa. I got a fun fact. I've been to Zimbabwe. Yeah, I love I've it. Been to I, went to Zambia. I went to Zambia, Zimbabwe back in 2018. <laughs> yeah. I went to Victoria Falls. It was one of the coolest places. Yeah, man, Zimbo. Always, always Zimbabwe. Yeah, it was cool. I was, Zimba I was in, I flew into Zambia. Um, shit, where did I fly into? I flew into Zimbabwe, I think. Yeah. What's the, what's the airport? What's the airport? I, 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 is it city of Arara, that's where the airport with is. an H, right? Yeah. That's where I flew into then. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, my, I went with my sister, and we would, we were in Africa for like a, probably a good chunk of the month of January. But Victoria Falls and the border there is to this day one of the coolest things I've ever done. Like we we were there in like January, ah, like let's say twelfth. I don't know, it was near, or January eighteenth, and they have the thing called uh, Devil's Pool. Mm -hmm. So Devil's Pool is the one for anyone that doesn't know where you can swim um, in a tide pool at the, at the edge of Victoria Falls. Yep. Victoria Falls is like the biggest waterfall in Africa, maybe the world. It's like a 100-foot drop. The day we went, it was the last day that it was open. Um, and it, well, it was supposed to be closed, but they, let, they had it open one more day, and there was no tourists left. So we were the only ones there. But they said Devil's Pool is a little bit too high. We're going to take you <laughs> to this one called Angel's Pool, which is like just next over to it. Um, what do you mean it's too high? It's just at the top the, of the falls? When the, when the, so you're at the top of the falls. Like yeah. It's literally, this is the pool. Pretend, like This is literally what it's like. You sit in this pool. This is a rock wall. And you look over and it's a 100 foot drop. Like, oh, okay, falls. Got you, got you. Yeah. Um, for the water's too high then, I guess. If the, when the water level gets higher, yeah, the tide will push you off. push you off over there. So anyways, we were the only ones that were there. And uh, we had this one guide with us. He's like, yeah, swim around, do whatever you want. Like literally, It's weird because you're like in a pool, underwater, swimming, and like right over the edge. It's wild. Um, it's where the devil is. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. <laughs> it's devil's pool. It's terrifying, and you know, I don't think until the um, until 2018, I think no one, to my knowledge, no one ever died in 2018. One of the, someone actually went over, which is or 20 whatever the year before we went there. Um, but still one of the coolest places. But to your point, the one thing I wanted to add is that you're definitely right about that. I I, I was fortunate enough to travel through a few countries in Africa, like a handful. Um, it is. Not at all what I expected based on preconceived movies, notions, yeah. movies, TV. Like, 
Cape Town was one of the nicest, like I would say wealthiest place that I've seen. A lot of disparity for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but really, really nice. Um, again, like Tanzania when we were there, like mm. the, the, some of the friendliest people I ever met. Like, I'm telling you, but you still have indigenous people who live there because even in Jamaica, you'd have people who don't use gas stove. It don't mean that they're suffering. These people just do their farm in their back. Yeah, they but live even, a simpler life. Even you're, even you're in Canada too, you have some people up north that still have their outside um, piece of bakery, mm-hmm. ba- ba- um, oven. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, anywhere you go in the world, you're going to have people yeah, who live like that. It's a different like way that. of life. Right? It's a different yeah. way of life. People, some people don't, 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 don't um, change with the time. They're just used to their life and they stick to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's interesting too and one other thing someone once said to me a taxi driver and I don't remember what country it was in you know I said oh like you know people portray it as a lot of like oh that's outside um people portray it like a lot of poverty and a lot of you know the ghettos and all this stuff and I was like yeah he's like is that true like what how do people here view it he goes he goes you have a roof over your head in Toronto I said yeah he goes do they seem to have a roof over their head I said yeah <laughs> he goes so why do people say they're living in slums like same in India why are they living in slums they have a roof they just can afford a smaller roof. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and he's like, these people aren't, like, they're not unhappy people. They're not, they're, 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 they have a roof over the head. Even Jamaica, even Jamaica right now. Life, yeah. It's even just Jamaica, in the ghetto in Jamaica, they are the most happiest people. Their house is not big. Their house might be bored with zinc, but guess what? When you go inside those home, you could, you could eat off the floor. Clean, nice. Those people happy. Because, you know, happiness is basically a state of mind, you know. Because there are people who have millions of dollars and still not happy. And there are people who have less and they're so happy. You know what I mean? When you go to Jamaica, Trinidad, Barbados, you have people who have big house and you have people who live in the ghetto, but they are happy. You know what I mean? And that's about it. What brings you happiness? Me? <sighs> Breathing. Once Being alive, yeah. I can breathe. Bro, that's that's my happiness. You know what I mean? And I think my North America, for a person who grew up in Jamaica for 20 years, that's why I said I think that when I'm 50, I would just come to Canada in the summertime. Reason being, <laughs> I know what being free is in terms of, I'm not talking about financially, and I'm talking about just my only thing about North America and my only thing about Canada is the pace. I can't keep up with the digital world. And I and I, I was telling someone this the other day. I said, listen, I'm from a place where I wake up in the morning, the cock is crowing, the dog is barking, and um, I just live, drink some tea, look at the mountain. I don't have CRA calling on my phone. I don't have to remember 15 <laughs> passwords. You have to remember a password for your phone. You have to remember, listen, I can't, that's the only, that's the only thing with me why I think that when I'm older, I won't be living in Canada because of that reason. No other reason. It's not the cold. It's, it's just, to, you're wondering if your phone bill pay. You're wondering if the mortgage comes out of the account. You're wondering, I, I don't have the brain space to deal with that part. That's fair. I'm telling you, I, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the only thing. Bro, do you know how much password you have to remember daily? The password for your phone, the password for your computer. If you call CRA and you don't remember your password, <laughs> they're not they're not talking to you. If you call the bank, if you can't remember your last three transaction, <laughs> I 
can't deal with that part. That is the only thing I can't uh, remember. I don't have the brain for it. There are some people who have the brain for it. I don't have it. I can't manage. Sebastian could tell you. I was just telling him on our way here. Say, listen, anything we discuss, you have to try to remember it. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't have that part of it because I grew up different. I grew up to be mentally free. In Jamaica, if you have a phone, you use phone cards. If the phone card done, your service done. But guess what? You still can accept call until you buy a card again. But you still can accept call, but you can't make no call. In Canada, your phone gone. You're locked away from the world until you pay that bill. Yeah, until next. So that's the only problem I have with North America. That, that's just like, I, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's the different way of life. You know, like, yeah. I, it's even certain European countries, like I use it Italy, like they have. Um, why am I going blank right now? Nap time. Not nap time, but... Siesta? Siesta time. There's an actual word for it. But it's like where things shut down between two and three or something. <laughs> and it's just like everyone just relaxes. Like even I went to school out there. It's like school shut down for an hour so people could just relax. Mm -hmm. And like you go to the beach, you go, you chill. Same thing in, in a lot of the Caribbean countries too, right? Like it's just a more chill way of life where it's here. It's Good. kind of hustle, bustle, nine to five. Every blah, day. Blah, blah. Your brain after working overtime. In Canada, in America, in England. Your brain have to just be like this. Every every morning, listen, probably around a month ago, the last winter storm we had, I came downstairs, I took up my key off the stairs, and I walked to the car, and I cleaned the snow, and I can't find the key. You know why I can't find the key? It take me three days until the snow clear when I find the key. When I found the key, you know why? Because my brain is trying to process everything that I have to do today. You know what I mean? I it's just too much to remember everything that you have to do. So I end up put down the key, and it it, it fell off the lid, dropping the snow. So it's just a perfect example of how much things your brain been thinking about every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is the only part that I don't like. I can relate to that a lot. Uh, <laughs> my I go at a, I go at a speed of like a thousand miles an hour. Like I my I'm used to it because I have not like. ADD, but I probably have something close to it. Like I can just go. I like to move fast, mm -hmm. but I also hate it because I hate having to do a lot of things. Like I, <laughs> everything I do in a day, even even though I do the same things almost every morning, like I get up, stretch, uh, I take a cold shower, like I read, I do certain things every morning. I still put them on a checklist to not forget them. And there are things that I just do. I know to do them, but that way I don't have to think about them. Because if it's in my head and I have to remember it, I hate it. it drives me nuts. I need to have stuff on the list so I just, it's out of my head. It's not wasting mental space so I can focus on things that I want to focus on and anything that I can like remove from my life that I don't have to think about, like I, I, I remove because I, I don't like... Is it this I, glass? Sorry. Go ahead. If I put this glass right here and I don't tell myself, I don't remind myself, say, Esco, your glass is here. I'm going to leave it. Because <laughs> guess what? You see, if... if, if <laughs> I'm telling you because if I, if, I, if, I, if I don't put it here where I can see it, and my leg. Guess what's gonna happen? We're gonna be here talking and somebody called my phone. I'm just giving you for example. And said, Esco, do you know that you have to bring the car to the shop tomorrow? My brain completely forget about this and gone within. <laughs> You're the okay car room. tomorrow. Gone. And when I reach downstairs, I'm like, the glass. Yeah. And it happens so many times. You know how much time I leave? I have to turn up because I, I have to start reminding myself now. If I'm gonna leave here, okay, check. Charger check. <laughs> phone that's all Jeez, i have to be yeah. because there's so much things to process and you know i mean it's it's art that's the only thing i, 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 I was I reading something the other day and, and to your point 
They say even the things you do every day that are subconsciously part of your routine, you should still write down. Because I was, uh, this happened to me about a year ago. Like I, I was having trouble sleeping. It's been going on for a while. And it's not because I'm physically tired, but just mentally your brain's still going. So I'm like, okay, I'm in bed. Okay, tomorrow I get, or I'm going to wake up at you know 7.30, go to the gym, and then I'm going to be at the office by 9, then I got a meeting 9.30, blah, blah. And it's this, things I do every day, but I'm just playing them out in my head. And one of, uh, well, I read an, a different article saying that before bed, keep a notepad beside your bed, write it down so that it's off. Your brain's not, because you wrote it down, you your brain remembers that it doesn't need to remember that, or yeah. it thinks it doesn't need to remember that, so it'll stop thinking about that. And that's why even like your daily to-do list, like you're supposed to put lunch on it. Even though you know you need to eat, lunch is part of your day. You should still write it down because it's just one less item in your brain to remember. I don't know how factual that is, but I don't know. It kind of helps. I think, Sleep I think a little bit better now. My, my, <laughs> my CPU power here is, <laughs> I'm telling them, I just want to go to the studio, eat, write music. That's it. I can't operate. My manager for 15 years, she passed away in February. May so rest in peace. She used to do everything for me because she know I'm not. This interview today, if I never have Sebastian, I wouldn't even remember. <laughs> I'm telling you. We'd be sitting here like, yo, is this guy yo, we, I'm telling you. Like, it's because, because even though I might have it in the head, if someone called me about something else, like you just take away, I don't remember until probably. Until we call you and say, yo, you still oh, coming? Like, Whoa, you know what I mean? So I have to have somebody reminding right. me stuff because uh, it's too much. But honestly, that's really, uh, that says something about you that like those are the things you like to do and those are what you focus on. And it probably says something to, to, because because of the accolades you've earned and, and the recognition you've had because of it. Like you love what you, you clearly love what you do and it's yeah. all you want to do. And, and it clearly shows that you've really mastered your craft because that's what you focus on. That's where your, yeah. your mental capacity goes to. And yeah. um, I, I can speak for myself. I'm someone who likes to do like I like certain things that I know, but then I'll see a shiny object here and I'm like, oh, I could do that too. Let me do that. And I get you get distracted. And I think it happens to a lot of people, right? You 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 kind of want to touch on everything to figure out what's your thing mm -hmm. and then you hone in. But being a master of your craft, I think, is is I I feel like at least it's getting a little more rare. People want to be a little bit of everything, pulled in different directions. Focusing on just one thing is probably a good way to live a very like peaceful, calm yeah. life, very fulfilled life. Yeah, I I, I want when I'm fifty. I was uh, I was telling my friend that listen when I'm 50, I'm gonna move up north and I'm gonna buy a house right at the lakeside. Where I just listen. <laughs> I love the bush. I love tranquility. I like to just be calm and you know what I mean. That's how I grew up. You know what I mean. And I love it. I can't get used to the city and I can't. That's just me. I just love. My brain must be settled. You know what I mean. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. See, like I, <clears throat> I kind of like the hustle and bustle and the like the kind of go go go. But even someone like I'm similar, to George, go go go. But there's times lately where it's like I'll stop myself and I'll just like take a couple deep breaths because I'm like, why I'm rushing through this? I'm not enjoying this because <laughs> I'm doing this because I like being busy and I like to do so many things. But I'm not actually enjoying this. I'm just doing it so I can do the next thing. Or it's like. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy what I'm actually doing. If I'm late to the next thing, I'm late to the next thing. Nobody's, nobody's <laughs> losing money if I'm late. Nobody's dying if I'm late. Nobody's gonna be super mad at me if I'm ten minutes late, right? Like I'm, I'm usually ten minutes late, but sometimes I'm on time overall. I'm not a so, late person, but some of my most um, enjoyable, a memorable moment in Canada is when I go to places like London, Ontario. 
We went like, to school like, there. Like, I just go out there for That's the weekend we or for buddies. a week. Yeah. I just be there. You know, nobody don't know where you're at. Nobody don't know that you're not in the city. Nobody don't call you. It's just like, just to step outside and see some different people are different. It's just, Montreal is the same thing. Anywhere out of where, you're, the confine of where you, you grew up. It's just feel refreshing. And most of my friends, Sometime on weekend, we just drive to London, we'll drive to Kingston, we'll just drive, just drive out and spend the weekend, rent a hotel. It just feel different, you know what I mean? For me, and I like doing that. It's good. I think this summer I want to go to Prince Edward Island, you know what I mean? Just I heard that it's very nice out there, just to, I love freedom. Nice fish too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, I love freedom and I think that if you're not mentally free, you're not free. 100%. You're never free if you're not mentally free. Think about it. You know what I mean? If you're not meant, if you don't, listen, if you don't wake up this morning knowing that, listen, my mortgage is covered, my kids are going to school, they're good, it's going to be in your brain. So I think that as human beings, we have to strive to be comfy in life, mentally comfy. Because if you say you're free, you have to truly free mentally. Think about what I'm saying to you. When, when, if you're here and good, I have a house, I have a car, but guess what? You still have to get up every morning going on the grind. You're not free. You know what I mean? Free is when you work hard and set yourself that if I don't feel like getting up this morning, I don't have to get up. You know what I mean? Because guess what? I think that heaven and hell is a state of mind. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Heaven is some people who have real money and in the summertime, while you're working in their factory, they're downtown on a yacht, eating caviar and drinking champagne. Nothing is wrong with that, but you, every individual should try to reach a point in life where they can say, listen, if I don't feel like getting up this morning, I don't have to get up. I can lie down because guess what? All my bills, because I, I put in the work over the years, I grind over the years to make sure I can, don't get up if I don't want to get up. And but no one is going to come and say, why are you not here? That is truly freedom. You know that, listen, I pay off for my house. I don't worry about mortgage. All I do, I pay my utility, utility bill every month. You know what I mean? I have five renter properties. I have a business. That's truly freedom because it takes off so much off of your brain. You know what I mean? And that's what everyone should try to do. You know what I mean? Not just going out there looking two jobs, three jobs, three jobs. Anyway. Try to, to develop and, and, and set yourself away that your kids and you and your family can be okay. You know what I mean? And you don't have to. Because if you're not mentally free, you cannot be free. 100%. I agree. I have, a, I, have a th- I have a theory that I came up with recently. I think, do you say something about heaven? Like you said, I think I just heard you say something yeah, yeah. earlier. So I, that just triggered a thought in my head and I forgot that I had this, this thought recently. <clears throat> This is what, guys, this might come out of completely left fucking field. And I and if I'm going on a tangent, stop me. But I don't know. It's something that I haven't even really thought out. It just cl- it just came into my head the other day. Um, and it has to do with like heaven and hell, theoretically. <laughs> Danielle's looking over <laughs> this computer. And I want I mean, I feel like this is you're a you're a, a good guest for me to a guest for me to ask this question to. Or I guess tell this theory to. So there's a belief, right? If you if you you know carry yourself the proper way in the, in the name of the Lord or in Christianity, whatever, in, in faith, mm-hmm. um, you will end up at the gates of heaven, theoretically, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't, you go to hell. But what if 
the the beliefs and the theories and the and the commandments. What are you laughing? I'm just I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> to see theories, where this is going. Okay, what if <laughs> let's let's just use Christianity for argument's sake? There's the Ten Commandments and all these things just for the fall. And if you do that, you end up at heaven. But what if there isn't actually? It's not the intended purpose. Is not to let you end up at heaven, or if you don't do it, end up at hell. What if in theory is that it's to try to explain to you that if you do these things, you will live a life that's peaceful and you will perpetually live in heaven because you will always be at peace. But, that, that but if, you don't, exactly. and if you don't do it, if you, do, if you deviate from these things, you will always be in theoretically a, a hell state, so to speak. So, you know, one of them, for example, don't covet the neighbor's wife. That's what I'm going to think of for some reason. But if you do, like you're going to feel guilty forever and do these things. You're, you're a bad person. What's the other one? Don't... Um, Thou shalt not steal. I yeah, think made this up. The Lord's name. Don't in use vain. The Lord. like, again, you're doing these things. They, they, they. You're the one that has to live with them in a mental state. So you're putting yourself in kind of this box or this prison. Mental if you will. prison. You know. Anyways, that's. I just. I don't think it's my theory. I believe it, but I just wonder if like that makes sense. Because like maybe, maybe you're supposed to carry yourself that way every day, be, and and they'll let you. If you don't do these things or you follow these guidelines, you'll mm -hmm. be peaceful. Well, you see, it, 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 it went back to what I was just saying earlier on. Heaven and hell is a state of mind. I can say that, listen, I, I born and grew up in church. My grandfather is pastor. He's a pastor. My, my whole life I grew up in church. I know I'm a Rastafarian. I study these things to the T and I, re re I read a lot. Heaven and hell is a state of mind. Right on earth is heaven and right here is hell. Mm. Because first and foremost, the creator... Because I, I truly believe that there's a creator who make all of these possible. I don't know his name. I don't know if he's a man or a woman. You know what I mean? Based on my study, I know that there's some being or some power, power, some, yeah. Powers, yeah, yeah, some yeah. forces that, yeah. that, 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 that causes us to be here. They didn't create hell. The whole universe was heaven. And if you want to know that this entire world was heaven, go to some remote area where no one inhabited. Some place where human beings don't live. You see the trees, you see the birds. Listen, the, we as a human beings, we turn heaven into hell. Think about it. Go to some place where no one live. And look, if they don't live in harmony, the hands, the bird. Listen, don't forget this, you know. The deer didn't shit in the road, you know. You build a road in the deer yard. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you understand what I'm saying? I had that. That, that is a really good no, one. The deer, the deer didn't oh shit. Oh my god! The deer didn't shit in the road. You build road in the, the deer's deer yard. That's actually really interesting. I never thought about that. that listen, that's a good listen. Like the that. entire that's earth, good. the entire world, was heaven. We turned heaven into hell. We make we make buildings. We make roads. We make cars. We, Think about it, but it, it's it, you're no honestly. It's weird because <laughs> I like one. I grew up like you know my, my I went to church all these things. I wouldn't say I'm super religious in the sense I don't go to church every Sunday. Yeah. but more so lately, I've just been like pondering this stuff and thinking like, does this make sense? Does that make sense? Like what you know what what is it all? Like I, I do believe there's something. I don't know what like, you know, <laughs> exactly. man woman thing. What, yeah. like, there's something that, that causes like, us to be. Yeah, yeah. that's what I do. Yeah. Listen, yeah. there's things you know that you can say like like for example karma. Like if you do something bad, good. <laughs> you put bad energy, bad energy comes back to you. Like, you, no matter what you believe, like, it, 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 it follows, right? Like, the mm -hmm. things like the, you know, the yin and the yang and all these things, like, the world balances itself. The, and and yeah, there's every something. Good, there's an evil every Yeah, evil every action is an equal reaction, mm -hmm. an equal and less or whatever. Whatever, yeah. Uh, but so, like, that, you know, that I do believe that. But then I started wondering about that recently, like, you know, like, 
and and there's the other thing that goes with this as well that people say like they're I think it's like being an being atheist. There's no um, it's a lose lose situation because even if you're not super religious, you sh- they they say you should still believe that there is a god or an afterlife because. If you don't believe it, then you... you Pascal's Wager. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pull up Pascal's Wager. Okay. I don't know what it's called. I'll do, it. I'll do it. You look it up, yeah. I'll let Ricky say this. But you know what I mean? Like, there's no there's no loss to believe because if you believe and you live a good life, then you're going to end up somewhere. So I'll let Ricky take, take the story on. So Pascal argues that a rational person should live as good as though God exists and seek to believe in God. If God does not exist, such a person will only have a finite... Uh, finite loss such as pleasures luxury etc whereas if god does exist he stands to receive infinite gains as represented by heaven and avoid infinite losses such as hell so it's the idea that there's two possible outcomes he exists or he doesn't exist if he exists and you believe in him you go to heaven if he exists and you don't believe in him but you still live a good life you go to heaven, right? If he doesn't exist and you're a good person, nothing happens. And if he doesn't exist and you're a bad person, nothing happens. So it's like by default, if you believe in him and you live a good life, which we should all try to do, mm-hmm. you potentially, you have just a better chance of receiving something good yeah. at the end for nothing. You have a better than zero chance yeah. or if you don't believe it's zero yeah. chance. Yeah. So, so what we keep on saying, we keep on saying we go to heaven. We go to that means you're thinking that there is somewhere beyond the sky where milk and honey flow. That, <laughs> okay. Because that's what, we were, that's what we were taught in church growing up, you know what I mean? But I'm saying, I'm saying it's a state of mind. But that's where I because, think I agree with you, yeah. And all and, and that narrative came about, about you thinking that there's a place beyond the sky. Listen, anything can be scientifically, uh, historically proven. I try not to believe it. <clears throat> if it can be scientifically are, are historically be proven because belief is the absence of knowledge. You know? When you believe, you're still in doubts. You know? I can tell you that I believe that there's a police officer behind the door right now. I believe it's the absence of knowledge. You're still in doubt because you don't sure. That's why I say if it can't be historically be proven, you know what I mean? And there's no one who ever came back on earth and said, listen, I died and I went to this place. It I'm never sorry. happened. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Anybody tells you that is a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. So, so, so we, have to, we have to be careful. That's why I said, it's a state of mind. And I think the reason why, um, remember, you know, in the Bible, it, it tells about a place where milk and honey flow and where these things are a control mechanism because when the slaves were on the plantation, they, they let them believe in this book, that this book is your savior. You know what I mean? Whatever this book says, this is what you should believe. You know what I mean? So it's, a, it's, a, it's leading you by fear. So guess what? The slave wouldn't want to rebel. It's a, it's a, it's a way of keeping them um, not rebelling against their master because there's a place beyond the sky. You know what I mean? You shouldn't want nothing here. You know what I mean? So you should just be subjective. Go and pick the cotton. Go and, 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 and do that. You know what I mean? Because there's a place we're going to be rewarded for all of your work that you've been doing here. So it's a control mechanism, you know what I mean? No, we go to understand that, listen, is is you to try to get your heaven right here on earth. Try to get your heaven, try to live good, try to be happy, try to get all of these things. Because guess what? One of the worst things you could ever think is thinking that you have time. You don't have no time because we're living in a system. And I was telling someone this the other day, listen, when I'm 50 years old, I'm 41 now, the heaviest thing I will be lifting up is my plate 
a microphone and my woman leg. Heaviest <laughs> thing. Because I studied the system, the way the system works. And I, I and I can give you experience. This system is set up in a matrix system where when you, let me give you an example. When you're 16 years old, you start working. You know and I mean you're paying your tax, hoping to be retired soon to get back some money and where they said the retirement age is 65. Well, at 65 years old, you have diabetes and you, <laughs> you have diabetes and you have all these illness. I guess what? The same food that you're eating in the supermarket, it's full with GMO, full with wax that is controlled by Monsantano, a, a, a corporation who hold all this and pattern these seeds and have it in the supermarket. So guess what? They know, they know that you're going to have diabetes or you're going to have some illness by eating this food every day. So guess what? All these money that you're supposed to receive back for your retirement, guess what? Bye. You're dead. I know a gentleman now live <coughs> up, up the street not far away from here. He's 95 years old now. And if you go right there now, he's my, my, my bro's granddad. He's just happy and smoking cigarettes and drinking all day. And when he, went to see, when he went to the bank and said, listen, what about my... They said, listen... Your policy with us finished at 70. You wasn't reading the fine print. That means they expected him to pass the rail already. And Mr. White is 95 years old now. And he said, okay, the system designed. Don't you ever think that the system is that designed? I'm talking about systematically now. Yeah, yeah. They know. That's why they said when you're 65, 70 years old, retirement. Bro, you start working in the system from your 16 years old. And you retire at 65. That means 85% of your lifetime spent driving a truck. 85% of your lifetime working in the factory, working in a lab. Bro, when did you live? So <laughs> on this topic too is the <laughs> idea of like you, what, loving what you do, right? And, yeah. and just being happy in the moment. I, did the, I was thinking about this the other day. So the average person works, let's say, 45 hours a week, give or mm -hmm. take, right? Monday to Friday. So you get Saturdays and Sundays off. But during the week... You also need to sleep about, what, seven hours a day? Mm -hmm. So if you're working nine hours, you're sleeping seven. Okay, you're at 16. Travel to and from work. Let's put 45 minutes an hour each way. You're at, okay, 17, 18 hours. Plus, you need some time to eat, 19, 19 hours. You know, shower, change, whatever here and there. You've only really got like three, four hours a day to yourself. So you spend majority of your time working or sleeping. So if you're spending, okay, you can't do anything while you sleep. That's, you know, we need that time. But working, you need to either enjoy, really enjoy what you do or find reasons or things that you enjoy in what you do. Maybe it's you drive and you don't love driving, but you can learn a new language while you drive or you can listen to music that you love listening to or whatever it is. Find things that you love doing in your job because you're doing this for majority of your week. Mm -hmm. You know, like you need to find ways because again, you spend more time, and this is how the conversation is, like I spend more time with my colleagues than I do my loved ones. You know, like I'm with my colleagues 45 hours a week. My, my loved ones, I only, mind you, I work with my family. So, but my loved ones, I only get to see on personal time a couple hours a week. So you got to find what you love and love doing and enjoy the moment because, like, again, you, that's what, again, what makes these moments, right? Mm -hmm. Heaven I, on earth. I would promote 100% early retirement for everyone. We need you in office then. I'm telling you, early retirement because guess what? You have to find a way to flip the script because it wasn't designed for you think about it man when you're 65 70 years old and you retire what can you do what how can you bro 65 70 years old let's start having illness already 
what can you do at 65, 70 years old to say, all right, I lived. When you, from 18 years old, you've been working entirely doing the same job. Think about it. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you don't flip the script, bye-bye. I'm telling you that all the That's money true. that you're supposed to receive, gone back where? Well, it's even that like idea of like, you know, traveling. Oh, I can 100%. travel when I'm older. I'm traveling when I'm older. Well, when you're 65, you can't travel like you can when you're, when you're 20, 25. Exactly. You, know you can't, I mean? enjoy like, yourself you can't hike. You can't, <laughs> you know, hike certain mountains that you can when you're younger. Like, the walking the Great like Wall of China, right? Like we uh, we got to do that with our families a few years ago. And like, it's a little different for guys like me and you. We got to run up the top of stairs and go to the highest point where our dads couldn't make it there. Our moms couldn't make it there. <laughs> the wheelchair right? can't go on the top of the Wall of China. Yeah. No, definitely not. I got a story for you guys. I I actually okay, this is a good one because we're nearing the we're end, the end of it. I got I, I got one that that kind of summarizes this point about living and, and everything. Um, I might Hit butcher some it. parts, but I heard this. I heard this a while ago, and then I actually saw it the other day. It was on TikTok, but I, it's a really good one. So there's a guy who lives in a small fishing village, um, off the coast of Thailand, and lives with his family. Gets up every morning, you know, gets to read, hang out with his kids, reads them a story, walks them to school, gets on his little fishing boat, goes out in the in the lake, spend or in the ocean, spends his his, his morning there, catches some fish, goes back. Gets to nap with his wife in the afternoon. Kids come home, has dinner, relaxes by the fire on the beach at night. Does it again the next day. Happy as a clam. Next day, he's out in the water. This boat pulls up. Nice, big, shiny boat. And uh, it's a guy who has a Harvard MBA. And he goes, he goes, wow, you're really good at this fishing thing. He goes, you should think about getting more boats. And he goes, oh, why would I get more boats? Well, then you can get more fish, make more money, buy more boats. Oh, and then what? Well, then you can you know have a fleet of boats, have people working for you, so you don't have to go out and work in the daytime. You can stay home, grow the business, make more money. Oh, and then what? Well, then you grow this big shipping fleet. You start shipping shipping your stuff overseas. You know you become the, the the world leader in 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 this kind of fish because you clearly know how to catch it. Oh, okay. And then what? Well, then you move to New York City. You get a bunch of investment money. You take a public company or you go you go public, and then uh, you know you make all this money. You invest. Your kids go to the best schools. Okay. And then what? Well, then your kids go to the best schools. They're set up with real estate in the city. You get to go move back home and live on the beach the rest of your days. He's like, I do that now. <laughs> so I don't know how the end proper no, the story, no, I, I, but you I see the point, you. right? I see the point. But it, it's, it's hard because so many people are so used to the rat race. I, I don't think I have to explain this before. I think people understand the point where it's going with. I don't know if the ending is the right ending that I said, but essentially what it gets at, right? Like everyone's working to retire and live that peaceful life, but you can have that life now. It goes back to your point that you said, like how you, I think you said this, like, you know, you want to live in the bush. You want to be in Jamaica. You want to be doing, just doing nothing, sitting around, writing music. That's it. Um, anybody can have a peaceful life and have a relaxing life. Everyone dreams of retiring on beaches and sipping pina coladas. You can do that today. I, I, I come from, my parents are Greek. My dad was born in a small village. I still go back all the time. I can tell you, I can go have a pina colada on the beach not far from there for, for two, three euros. Like a couple of those add up, but that's not a lot of money. You go have a pina colada downtown Toronto at a bar, you're paying $20, $20 right? I mean, it's it's all relative. It matters when you want it and how you want to live it, but but yeah, a just, lot of just, people just are- closing, Remember this, some of the best things in life are free. Bro, you, you no one can sell you the sun. No one cannot sell you the moon. And no one cannot sell you the, the river, the sea, you could drive up north right now and it's a big lake. I guess what? If human beings did have the chance to capture the sun and sell us, they would. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but they can't. That's one of the best things in life is free. 
free. <laughs> no one cannot capture this and sell me in a bottle like water. Like when they put water in a bottle and sell me. You cannot sell me the sun. It's there every morning. It 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 it, it, it rise over the mountain. Yeah. You know what I mean? The water is there. The lake is there. So just to go back to what you're saying. All right. You you probably can't afford to go to Mexico in Cancun and drink a pina colada. But you could buy it at the store. You could go at the lake down there and sit by the lake and make your own pina colada and, and cock your foot like this. <laughs> and do nothing. Turn off your phone. Turn off your phone. Put your phone up. Give yourself two hours. No phone. I'm just going to relax by the water downtown. Drink my pina colada. Eat some fruits. And really. But people don't do that because they're always on the go. And I think, you know, I was watching a thing in closing. Um, on Netflix with Michael Moore. He's a he's a he's a yeah, famous yeah, yeah. and he was he was he was talking about some things that America don't have. So he was going across different countries and 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 I believe he went to Finland and he was showing the kids burger. The kids was like because guess what? They have a five star chef who cook for the kids at lunchtime. He was just trying to show some different life. Uh, even even Europe in in, in um in Germany and those places in Belgium, I would see the, the finest chick riding a bike to work with their handbag at the front. I was like, you know what I mean? Like the finest chick on a bike, bro. In Jamaica, nah, that's I gotta get in out Jamaica, of here. the Caribbean, you would never see saw the finest chick ever on a bike, like on a bike pedaling to, to work, <laughs> and not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know what I mean? And it's a it's it's, it's 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 a way of staying fit too, you know what I mean, and, yeah. and staying healthy. But it's just um, the mind condition of this fast world, you know what I mean, and it's, it's messed up. I uh, I got one last Go. thing, or George, you can finish. No, no, too. I am good. I um, I was talking to this with some friends the other day too, and I try and live. I, I'm not going to get into the full story, but try and live every day like it's your last kind of thing. And like you know, the last couple of years. Uh, with COVID and everything, it's kind of taught us that life can be taken at any given any moment. Given moment and, and I've always said, if I go tomorrow, let's say some, you know, knock on wood, some crazy disaster happens, and, and it's my time to go, I'm good. I, you know, maybe it'd be nice to get married and have kids, but I can go. I've truly can say that a lot of the things I've done in my life, like the failures, the successes, the highs, the lows, it's it's made my life so full. And I've lived more than most people have in their whole lives, and I'm only 31. I'm telling you, and and that's the important thing. It's like again if you change that mentality thinking hey you know what life's not guaranteed because you see all these kids that go you see what's happening in U ukraine you see what's happening in the world with covid like life can be taken from you at any given moment and you can do nothing about it nothing about so it so make sure that you're enjoying your time here mm -hmm. because who knows maybe there's nothing after this you know i like to believe that there is <laughs> but maybe there isn't maybe there is maybe there's so just, it's know? just darkness after this it's just yeah. pitch black and pitch that's black. it that's it so make sure that you fucking enjoy this time because if there's you. nothing else, you got to make sure you enjoy this time. Yeah, right? because guess what? Death is the only appointment you can't miss, man. You can skip the doctor. You can skip the dentist. When when Mr. Death come knocking, you can. You know what I mean? So live, 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 live. You don't have to reach to live. Yeah. It's the only thing guaranteed in life is death. Yeah, man. People say death and taxes, but not even taxes are guaranteed because you can evade taxes. No. <laughs> you, ain't a, you ain't evading death. No, you can't no I don't evade taxes. I'm just saying you no, can't no, evade taxes. That's the only uh, thing. You know, that's yeah, true. No, I got you. There's people, Wesley Snipes went to jail for yeah. evading taxes. His taxes were not guaranteed. I mean, they get yeah, they the get CRA you. will get you eventually. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, <laughs> kind of wrap it up. We barely talk to music, right? but that's what I love yeah, about this yeah, podcast, yeah. right? Again, you know, people can find your music. They've seen your, they know you and your music. Yeah. That's why they get to see a different side of you on this podcast. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that was a blast and, having you on, yeah. man. That was a really good conversation. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. And, and kind of wrapping it up, what's what's the rest of the year look like for you? Any big shows? Any new music well, coming out? What do you got? I have so much shows coming up, man. I'm going in the US. Um, I have a festival in Maine called Point Reggae Festival. I have probably one six festival in the states that's exciting yeah in canada i think i probably performing at the arbor front this year you guys should oh get definitely 100 you know I mean? could talk to sebastian about yeah. that july 31st. july 31st yeah at arbor front oh yeah you don't want to miss that one it's reggae you know once it's reggae it's positive you know what i mean yeah it's yeah, yeah yeah and so i have a lot of performances coming up here you know what i mean in canada i'm going to calgary on the 23rd i believe of july you know what Sweet. I mean? Yeah. Even this weekend, this Sunday, I have a performance in Brampton. You know, small space, but good vibe. You know what I mean? Um, at 8 p.m. at 120 Advanced Boulevard. Okay. Can be just some good reggae music. Anyway, really? reggae music is playing, it's positive and it's uplifting. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of shows coming up for the summer. Good, man. Well, yeah, man. again, appreciate you coming on. This is a lot of fun. If people want to find out more about you, what you're doing, your shows, where can they go? How can they find you? Well, Escaliva is, is easy to find. It's a real wide web. So you can check out my website at Escaliva Music. Right, Sebastian at G. Yeah, com. <laughs> You'd forget that part <laughs> yeah. too, eh? Escaliva music dot com, yeah. And like on all platforms, Escaliva. Enough people tend to spell Esco with a S. Is E X C O L E V I. E X C O L E V I. Okay, I miss all platforms. Beautiful. Perfect, and we'll put all the all the shows coming up, guys. If you want to send us stuff, we'll we'll plug it in the notes and everything, guys. Yeah, man. Um, Ricky's a huge concert guy, so we'll definitely make it out to your show. Yeah, man. Harbor Friends close by for us summertime. Yeah, yeah. The sun yeah, will be up. Yeah. It's free, baby. Let's go. And, yeah. <laughs> we'll sit down on the beach with <laughs> some pina coladas. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Right here. I appreciate, right. guys. If you made it to the end, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Give our boy a follow here. Mm-hmm. Follow Georgie's back on uh, social media again. Yeah, hit me up on TikTok. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And other than that, <laughs> signing off, guys. Cheers. That's yeah. It. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain And I don't remember all of my mistakes And every I got alone no one thing You're not alright, I'm not alright